Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Stripped by Sia, your podcast for strippers, sex workers, and all the fancy naked people in between. My name is Steph Sia. I am the host of the show. I'm also the editor, producer, um, a one-woman show for this um, this show that I have produced since 2019. And it's all about sex work if you're brand new here. It's all about destigmatizing the industry. And I do that by bringing on different guests on every single week to talk about their corner of the industry, any ongoing issues that are happening, um, anything that we are looking to fight. There's lots of advocacy here on this uh, platform here. So I hope you stick around because there's lots to learn, including on this episode, which is all about contest week in the cam world which we will definitely get into very shortly in a few short minutes. But um, if you are new here, um, I am a sex worker as well. So I started off as Sugar Baby many moons ago. I am also a dancer. I've been dancing my butt off all this week. So a little bit low on the energy today, but bear with me. <laughs> it's been like a couple months since I've done this. And I'm also a cam model as well and a digital content creator. And Amongst other things, there's lots of things I have dipped my toes in. It wasn't for me, but I feel like I found my footing in the industry. I've been in this industry for 10 years now, and it's it's ever-changing. I'm, I'm growing. I'm definitely not an expert in anything, but I try to bring on the best of the best onto the show so you all can learn a thing or two. If you have been listening here for a while um, and you're wanting to support the show, there is a Patreon for that uh, because a lot of people were asking, like, where do I send donations? How could I support you? You're doing this all by yourself. Um, There is a Patreon for that. So starting at $4 a month, you can get access to a lot of behind-the-scenes content, upcoming announcements, bonus episodes, uh, currently exclusive video content. We could get full episodes before it's released up on the platform. So feel free to check it out. I'm not going to promote that any longer here, but it's patreon.com slash stripped by Sia. And if you do like shows like this, if you are interested in the adult industry and looking to educate yourself further, um, you can check out my network, which is Skyhawk After Dark TV. They have a lot of other adult industry podcasts and video casts over there, along with so many different guests that I've had on the show. They also have their own show. So feel free to support skyhawkafterdark.tv. And last but not least, we've got Fox Digital. Um, Anthony Joe is a friend of mine. He's also made my website strippedbysia.com, which has been funded by patreon.com and all you lovely patrons over there. Uh, Fox Digital is providing Strip by Sia listeners with 20% off of new website builds if you're looking to maybe rebrand or if you have a new persona or something or starting in the industry and need an online presence. Anthony is your go-to guy. So it's foxdigital.design for 20% off. Just tell him I sent you. And back to the show, I've been trying to get that shorter and shorter, and I've been successful in that. So kudos to me. Um, I did mention, (laughs) yay, life's little achievements. I did mention that we are talking about contest week today, and I'm very excited to talk about this because I have graciously returned to Streamate this past week, actually like the week that we are recording. And of course, it happens to be contest week, which means it's very busy. It can be very slow and connection issues, but which we'll talk about that later on in the episode. But I thought it would be very fitting to bring on someone who is in the industry and has been in the industry for a long time, 
over 20 year over 20 years in the business 14 years cam model now the studio owner of treasure cams i'm very happy and pleased to bring on bella vendetta onto the show welcome thank you so much for having me it's awesome to be here because i listen to the podcast so it's always cool to come on a podcast you listen to Yay, that is so freaking awesome. And I mean, you are also a certain level degree of awesome because you do so many things as well. You're a writer, you're an educator, uh, you're a dominatrix, you've been camming, you've, you've multi-award winning, director, producer. What am I missing, Bella? <laughs> I can't list them all. Photographer, uh, and graphic designer, and web builder. All of it, all of it. Anything you need to do. To be in the industry in the digital age, I'm probably doing it. <laughs> oh my god! And I thought I was complaining, like I'm the producer and editor of the show, and you're like, and I do all of the things digital. Kudos to you. I I commend you. It's absolutely admirable. <laughs> it took a long time to get here, so like, don't don't think anything about it. Twenty years is a really long time. <laughs> yeah, and twenty years. I mean, like maybe we can start off with you. Let's talk about, I guess, 20 years ago. What brought you into the adult industry? Um, I started, I had a, I had a topsy-turvy journey. It wasn't linear at all. Um, I actually started as a pro dom. I had a, I had a personal kinky life as a teenager. And then I met a dominatrix and I didn't even know that was like a job that you could do. And I was so thrilled that it was. (laughs) I ended up training at a BDSM training chateau, like a lifestyle house for a year before becoming a dom myself and did that for many, many years working in a house in other dungeons um, before ever having my own space. And I ran my own dungeon for a while. Um, then in that time, because you're doing photo shoots to, for like pro dom stuff, like that was in the days of like DDI magazine when you would like print pictures of yourself in the newspaper and stuff. And I really liked doing photo shoots. So I started modeling more and that sort of led to adult work and porn and uh, fetish modeling. And um, so I did some porn. I did some mainstream porn. I did some queer porn, some underground porn, some experimental porn. All the porn. Um, All the porn. (laughs) All the types of porn there was to do really, like quite honestly. (laughs) That's not there's so much there's so many types of porn I shouldn't say all but many I explored many different avenues categories categories um and porn some notoriety and awards and porn led me to feature dancing opportunities and so that was my first taste of stripping was as a feature dancer I was so yes. so spoiled. and I, had, <laughs> I didn't know it and I just really loved being on stage and thought like oh I should be this is this is the shit like People hand you the cash. This is where it is. It's not in porn. It's right here on this stage. And so I started focusing more on dancing, and I became a house dancer uh, mm. for a couple, several clubs. And I kind of went around to four or five different clubs, and you know, had a really nice following, made a really nice living. I used a lot of that money to bankroll my own films and produce my own films. So totally wow. sexual funded the <laughs> the Amazing. like of all of that. <laughs> That's so awesome. And I, I danced for uh, like 14 years as well and really loved that. Uh, and then I became a manager of a club for some time. And then COVID wow. hit. And everything okay. changed. Yes. <laughs> everything did change. Seriously, COVID for sure. <laughs> yeah. 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 So the club did- shut down. 
know, that was, oh no, I was like actively dancing, um, and doing special events for clubs when that happened. So that was like, I was really lucky because I had all this background in online stuff. You know, I, I had had my own website for some years and I had good connections in the porn industry so I could get work if I wanted it. Um, but so many people didn't have that. Like so many of my friends and fellow dancers at the club were just didn't know what to do, like had no way of making money and yeah. um, really cut off from supports and like pandemic assistance wasn't given to purient, you know, businesses here in Massachusetts. So there was not a lot for them. Um, so that is, I started signing up on mass, my friends for cam and like teaching them about only fans and like doing like yeah. these little mass, like zoom master classes with my friends and trying to hook everybody up. And I did that for so long, like, six months until I was like, this is like 20 hours a week right now that I'm doing this. And I'm fielding phone calls, like tech issues. And like, I'm really doing a lot of work. I think I might need to, and I'm enjoying it genuinely because people are making money and I like it. I was finding that like, I get a thrill when people that I help make money just the same as I do when I make money myself. So um, I thought maybe I need to open a studio. Maybe I need to do that. Wow. I was kind of, it's always been hammered into a lot of us indie performers that like studios are so evil and bad and they're just these like awful places that take advantage of you. And yes, so I just thought like, what could I do to, what would it look like to have a like ethically run <laughs> camp studio? Is that possible? Can you do it? Yeah. yeah yes, you can. I think you can. So, um, so I started officially the studio in 2020 uh, and signed a lot of models. I learned whatever I thought I knew about cam. I learned triple the amount from understanding the back end and doing the studio part. It was like, it, much like for me dancing, when I became a manager, I learned so much more. I was such a better hustler and such I had such a better understanding of the dynamics of the way the money moved, where the finances come from, the vendors, all that stuff that goes into making the club. When you're a dancer, you show up and like, you are what makes the club, but there's a lot more that goes into it. Yeah. And so um, I feel like, being a studio owner is the same for me with Cam. I have really a deep understanding of, I feel, the customers, the market, the traffic, where it comes from, how you can capture it, you know, all of this stuff. That I'm a person who loves data. So for 20 years, I've been collecting it. And now as a studio owner, I get to like dissect it, give the info to people and then collect more data on how it's working for us all. So I love that. That's what, I'm, that. that's what I do. <laughs> oh my gosh. Holy crap. So you have quite the history. I, <laughs> You have dabbled a fair bit in this world and, and in so many different sectors too, like especially like, you know, with your humble beginnings, uh, working at the dominatrix and within the BDSM community and then working your way into porn and then working your way into the, in the strip industry and the, and the cam world as well too. And like, you've had like so much experience in each of them. So almost like as if you had like four or five different lives. Yes. <laughs> in this industry. <laughs> <laughs> That's so freaking cool. I mean, did you ever do anything um, at the same time, like concurrently or were they all kind of like separate chapters um, during that yeah. time or like? <laughs> Most of it has been like it's sex work. So very rare for someone to do one thing and that's the only thing. So there's always been multiple things going on. Even now I run the studio, but I also run this little photography studio, um, which I love photography, something I love. And 
I'd gained some momentum with it in the last few years, steadily booked, blessed in that way. But I was realizing when I think about really what I love doing, I love doing the studio more than I love photography. So I shut down last year, the beginning of this year, the the commercial side of the photography, and I'm only photographing treasure cams models now. It keeps me very busy. Got a lot of people and. I, they love being in front of the camera. So like I always have something to photograph that's interesting, you know? <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> it's a gift um, that keeps on giving, it sounds like. <laughs> at the same time, right now, I also have my own website, Vendettaverse, which is my adult work and all of the, you know, collection of photo sets and videos and writings and interviews of the last 20 years all goes on that site. So that's, a, it's a lot of work. These are, those are two like full-time jobs that I'm doing and I'm 42 now. And I feel like I've learned that you can't run around and do 10 things all at once. You'll never be able to do 10 things great at once. So I think I'm good now. It took me a long time to learn to hone in on on where the money was and what made me happy and how I can make money while feeling good about myself, you know? Totally. And it's such a great story. I mean, like, we haven't even gone into the topic of the day today or, like, the topic of the week yet, but I'm just so interested in you. I mean – if we were to shift gears, talking about like starting treasure cams and and how you learned so much from being a studio owner and like and talking about like an ethical studio, that's that's really cool because you never ever hear that. No, you don't. No. <laughs> no. Tell me about like the ethics behind it and like why that's so important to have. Well, so uh, you know, I try. Much also when I was a strip club manager, I would try to have like a mentor, like find another club manager who was cool and who's had beliefs that aligned with mine that I could learn from. But that didn't really exist for me. I, I never yeah. really found that. And I felt the same ask. way webcam studios. Like pretty much there are a lot of them are run by men who've never yeah. ever been on cam. They give you like a sign up instruction and that's pretty much the length that they go to for helping their performers. Yeah. Uh, and a lot of um, the tactic is to tell the models to work more, work more, work more, work more. I came right. up in a bad studio myself that was, um, I, I learned a lot from. I won't say that I didn't, but the main tactic was to tell, to like shame that you're not working enough, shame that you're not in cam enough, shame you're not doing enough hours. And so I knew what I didn't want to do. I knew I definitely didn't want to make people feel like that when they interacted with me. I wanted to actually genuinely help people. And, um, so I spent a long time before I even opened the studio thinking about how, how can I bring value? Like, why would someone want to sign up with me? How can I bring value to them? How can I actually help them? You know, I was already helping a lot of people just by the info that I had about camming myself. Like, you do this, you click here, set it up like this, that, that kind of stuff. But it needs to go beyond that. So how can I give consumers help and feel good? Because I'm going to continuously get a cut of that money. So how can I feel good about doing that if, if I'm not providing something? So... I set out to build uh, performer-only forums and put. I sat and wrote every piece of knowledge I had in my brain about the industry and CAM specifically in that forum and made it searchable so you can search, like, what is the algorithm like? What kind of camera is the best? Here's some links to buy the camera. Here's where it's going to be on sale. Here's the mm. best time to it's busy. Here's what you do when it's slow. Here's how you cross-promote. Just like anything that I could think that I've ever thought of to ask, I would put in there. And mm. as I signed up more models and they would have asks, it would go into the forum so that people could search it. Other That's people got to um, 
add to it to say that, you know, their perspective and whatever they had to add. So it's become this kind of living document of information, which is a beautiful, beautiful thing. We don't have a lot of spaces for that on the internet anymore. For yes. Sex workers. Yes. I was just going to say like that. Um, and we do you. meetings where we mm-hmm. all get together and like check in sometimes about a certain topic, like contest week or <laughs> sometimes yeah. it's just a <laughs> check in. Um, and then sometimes we have workshops and have like guest speakers come in to talk about various things like sales techniques or taxes for cam models or like industry specific things that will help us. Our most popular one that everyone loves is improv for cam where we just have like a theater person come in and talk about the transferable skills from theater to being on cam and like how to elongate cam shows and how to, how to yes and the customer, you know, to keep things going. So love things that. Like that. And so that that's is a of, so cool. Like, well, that's that's a reason to sign up. That's a reason to stay. And um, it's important to me to cultivate a group of people who are really serious about the job because it's not. I learned early on that you can't just sign everyone. Not everyone's going to jive what you're doing. And to keep people motivated, you have to have motivated people around. You know, you gotta kind of be a team that works together to be the best and to get that fucking money. That's what we're all here for. Yes. Money. So you understand. And if they're not, then we fine tune, figure out how can you get more money? What can we do? How can we market? How can we switch it up? How can we get you more traffic? So that's my job. That's what I do all day. Wow. (laughs) I am so in awe of you. Like I am just very impressed and, (laughs) and so happy that you're providing all this for all of your models on the site because like, you know, unfortunately there is still like a lot of gatekeeping in this community and in this industry. And it, I, I don't understand why, like there's no need to be competitive like that in that kind of sense. Like this information and resources should be attainable for everyone. Cause don't we all just want to make money? Like, don't we all just have the same goal in mind? That's like, what? Yeah. Right? So it's really, yeah, it's really, really refreshing to hear this because, um, I'm also the same way. That's why I did the podcast because I just want – I like when I was a sugar baby, there was nothing out there. It was super hush-hush. I did – I made so many freaking mistakes, like a lot of questionable things where I could have died. Like not not great, not smart. Um, and I just wish I had someone to talk to or like some kind of resource or something, not just to help me to succeed but also just to practice safety and, you know, boundaries and all that stuff. But – so kudos to you. I'm like, I'm just like praising and bowing down to you. But <laughs> it's amazing. You know, there's no guidebook. I didn't have anyone to tell me how to do things the right or safe way or how to protect myself or my own mental health. Even, you know, when I was doing this job or how serious it was when I got into this job, I didn't have anyone that did that. It just all got thrown at you. Right. And you kind of deal with it and learn as you go along. And I always think like, Sometimes I just actually did a one-on-one consult with a model yesterday. She was like, can I send you a tip after this? And I was like, no, you don't send me a tip. Why would you do that? It's just so valuable what you're telling me. Like I sat with her to figure out, okay, let's figure out the best schedule for you. What, what days do you have available? And then we figure out the hours that are the best and how many hours you can feasibly and sustainably work because it's not, not just going to be like do 40 hours a week, 60 hours a week. work, Take days off. In fact, the days off are so important. I tell people they should schedule their days off before they schedule their work days. Figure out what you need for rest before you figure out what you need for work. 100%. Oh, my gosh. So, so, yeah, we'll go was, into all the things later for I, sure. If I was coming up, if I had someone to ask, 
hey, is this a good rate for this? Is this a smart schedule to have? Like, I can't imagine having that. So I try to, you try to be the light. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Um, I mean, if we are going to start talking about contest week, I feel like maybe we should start at the very beginning because there's a lot of people that are not in this industry or just listen to this podcast as a resource and lots of civvies and stuff that listen to the show too. Like what is, what is contest week or not in the cam world specifically uh, that corner of adults. So maybe we'll just define what contest week is for folks. So it's not always a week either, but cam contests, they pop up. Uh, with a pretty regular basis, I think, mm-hmm. on almost all platforms. And not even just Cam. They come up on you know, other areas, too. Platforms. And a lot of places in the adult industry have contests. Cam specifically really loves contests. And specifically, uh, the StreamAte platform that we're both on. Treasure Cam actually started as a StreamAte-only studio. And we have since expanded to several other platforms. But oh. so. I've spent a lot of time on streaming contests and I will say that uh, as a model, when I was on cam, I hated the contest probably like anyone else. They are much hated by most performers in the industry grown when contest week comes around. And I was no different mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, Preach. Until I, learned, <laughs> until I learned the back end a little bit. And then I changed my tune about it and realized that it could be an attainable goal for many people. Um, so their contests are a day long. Sometimes they're within a few hours. Sometimes they're a week long. Sometimes there's multiple contests within a week and the platform will award the, usually the highest earners. Uh, and sometimes we'll have other contests like cutest costume or cam setup or, uh, something like that. Right. They all have their own different ones. Yep. (laughs) They all have their own. (laughs) Um, They do. And and so we all dislike them. I think that's fair to say, right? Or I, I did. I wow. I can't believe I'm like here saying this. But when I saw that you were like wanted to talk about this, I was like, this is near and dear to my heart because I totally have changed my tune on this. I was right with everyone hating them. And the first couple months of having the studio, um, and there was a contest, and I always told everyone like, don't worry about the contest. Just cam, like they're not happening. You know, just like just do your thing. Pretend the contest is not even happening, and don't let it stress you out or bother you. And then someone placed. A treasure cam's want to place. I was like, wow, wow, she didn't even really try. She placed. You know, she placed by having good ranking, by doing her hours and being consistent. All the things that I talk about on how to make money on cam anyway. So mm-hmm. the contest was rewarding people who were putting hours in already. Right. Now there's people who go on that site for 60 hours a week in camp. There, there are, that exists. There's people that do that. They make a lot of fucking money. The reason they do that is because they make a lot of fucking money, like a lot. I don't personally recommend people do that unless you need a lot of fucking money for some reason, because it's not, (laughs) on the body, the physical health, and yeah. the eye strain, and the mental strain of that all. It's a very demanding job. So um, so we often see the same people in the top, like, 100. Yes. And those are the people that yes. are camming 40, 50, 60 hours a week. That's why they're there. Yeah. I think I used to feel salty about it, like I still see people do online. They have the same people every time. That's because they're working. I just, my attitude now is, like, 
good for them. They deserve to be awarded. Any cam girl that puts in 50 hours a week deserves a fucking bonus. Totally. <laughs> Let them have it. They deserve that money. The attitude mm-hmm. has to be gratitude. It cannot be, I should have that, but I don't. Because if you want that, you can get it. Anyone can put that many hours in. Anyone can yeah. do that. Any one of us hours in. approved to stream can jump on cam and cam for as many hours as you want. Mm-hmm. No, that's not like the best tactic for placing <laughs> in the contest. but the best tactic is what we already know is to have a consistent schedule and to have your ranking be good the way you get your ranking good is having consistency so if you're doing that uh the contest shouldn't bother you all that much if you can sometimes here and there for extra money which is totally valid there's nothing wrong with doing that but if that's what you do then you can't get mad that the people who are consistent are being rewarded totally just have that reward they do different hustle it's a different mm-hmm. hustle, right? Like you just can't totally. be mad about it. If you are, you gotta step back and really figure out what you're mad about. You know, you can't mm-hmm. be mad at other sex workers getting more money than you that are putting in more hours. Yeah, and you can't. It, that's work. Yeah, <laughs> right. That's the so much work. work. Yeah, exactly. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of work, and and they deserve it. You know, I think anyone who's gotten that prize money has deserved it. I know every treasure cams model who's ever placed has really deserved that shit. They really, really deserve it. They worked really hard to get that. So once I figured out that, like, we're already here, we could go hard and and get here, then now we've got models placing in the top 200, taking home that extra $500,000 sometimes. That's a really nice bump in your paycheck. It's not undoable to do. You just have to schedule and be consistent. You have to bring it. Now, Streamate, in particular, actually pulled it up because I said there must be a contest coming up right like it's yeah I think this coming. one's almost done well, like at the time of oh no recording. there's another one <laughs> there is Don't. of course there is <laughs> of course <laughs> now my biggest piece of advice to any streamate model is when streamate sends these emails out saying this, this one says four course contest don't okay. roll your eyes and scroll through it and just look at the dates. Read, Read it. They're though. actually telling you what you need to do. Right. They're telling you. There's still time to earn big during the bonus event happening November 12th to 18th, where you can earn between 10 to 50% on eligible earnings. That's a lot, friends. That's a lot. Yes. 10% of whatever you make, plus maybe even 50% of what you make, you can. That is a lot of money. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. And so this one is, you're invited to attend this year's four-course contest, November 22nd, 23rd, 24th, and 25th, which they pretty much all do these a lot on holidays. One of the main reasons yeah. for that is because not a lot of people cam on holidays, and they're trying to attract more models to the site, right? It's marketing. Right. Just like we market totally. to customers, we are the customer to the platform, so they are marketing to us. And it is working when you get all worked up about it. Four chances to win and a seven uh, one thousand seven hundred and fifty dollar grand prize. That's a lot for the top top five hundred people each day. Let your let your regulars know when you plan to be online and invite them to join you. Use hashtag SM contest to promote your shows on social media. Did you hear that? Mm-hmm, Do what they mm-hmm. say. Let yeah. your regular know. 
there's a contest going on. I'm going to go extra hard this week. This is the hours I'm going to be on. Let them know. If they're your regulars and they're your fans and they like you, they want to support you, it'll make them feel good. And many times the customers specifically on Streamate, they know about the contest. They know all about it. They know it makes oh, you salty. Yeah. They know what better than <laughs> the models do sometimes. And so let them know. I'm going and, and be jovial about it. You can't be like, another contest. Please support me because it's so slow when there's a contest. Like <laughs> marketing to them. If the contest is marketing to you, use the contest to market to your audience. 100%. It's contest, one contest week. You can expect this extra special thing, this new outfit, this new toy, this new shtick, this new thing, whatever, whatever it is that you do on cam and that you're selling, use it. Let people mm-hmm. know about it. Send those little mass DMs. Those are like gold. Send those out and let people know this is contest week. I'll be there. Streamate also told you use hashtag SM contest. They're offering you free promotion, which yep. equals more traffic to your room. Take advantage of it. It's hard to get promotion in this world in 2023 here in the adult industry. If someone's totally. offering promotion, take it. Let them send and you the traffic. They're good at doing that too. They're really good at reposting and stuff a lot as well, which is, as you mentioned, it's free. It's yeah. free marketing. Doesn't take, it takes a second to do that. So take advantage. And, you know, it's <laughs> like, with the con- top contest people, you see a lot of the same models kind of that mm-hmm. they keep pushing, pushing and some models will be salty and be like, they keep pushing this model. It's because that model's doing the work of, of doing the hashtag, sending in the picture, asking to be promoted and they're having consistency. That's why. Right. Are they going to go out of their way to promote you if you go on once every three months for an hour? Probably not. Are they going to go out of their way if you're on your social media talking shit about the contest and how much you hate it? Use yeah. your brain on that one. I wouldn't want to. <laughs> definitely not (laughs) so like yeah there are a lot of incentives to have if you guys haven't gathered already there's a lot of like matching happening uh bonus and top-ups that happen as well um and also it's a great uh, like time for like almost like discoverability as well if you end up raking yes yes and so a lot of there's a lot of competition during the contest right everyone streams everyone mm-hmm. sees that and they jump right on um, but the people who are going to get the best ranking are the people who are being consistent and they're going to be on page one you know so it's not rocket science to get there it's just building a schedule that you can keep and maintain and for those of us who've been on streaming for some time in some years i encourage you to collect your own data and keep a journal mm-hmm. and you can know contests are coming up you can guess that pretty much every holiday there's going to be a contest always you can also go back in your in your book and see that you know every june whatever they do this best face forward fresh spring thing that they seem to do yes so then you can prepare yourself mentally you can prepare your space you can start promoting it to your fans already and know what your schedule is going to be you can adjust your schedule to put more hours in or not or don't or just do your hours you don't have to partake in a contest too that's the beauty of being yeah. you know a sex worker who works from home that you don't have a boss and you can do whatever you want totally. <laughs> so, <laughs> so if you really hate the contest which some people do mm-hmm. you don't have to stream you don't have to partake in it at all you know yeah. this is where having backup platforms and different opportunities and multiple streams of income will come to play. If you hate contests, Absolutely. you might put that week. You hate contests, go on Chatterbait. You hate contests, you hit up your Sex Panther. You make some OnlyFans content. You do whatever other thing that you do to make money, but don't let it wreck your 
time on cam and don't let it completely bring you down and throw you into a spiral. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I sometimes get intimidated with contest week because it can be a lot going on and, you know, the rooms can feel slow and stuff too. And, you know, as you mentioned at the top of the episode today, talking about, yeah, you know, like a lot of us camels can be kind of salty whenever it's contest week. And I just feel like there's been a lot of contest weeks lately. <laughs> and maybe we can kind of dive into those reasons and just give like full, tra- full transparency as to why some of us might not enjoy contest week, which is a completely valid feeling. And, you know, maybe you don't want to be in the platform, but let's maybe explore some of those reasons why people hate contest week as well. I think probably the number one one for streaming in particular is that there's a lot of tech issues and glitches when yes. contest right? This is like an ongoing thing. And I've been on the site for 14 years and for 14 years, that has been the way. So now <laughs> I know that. So why would I get mad about it? Like, I already know that that's going to happen. I, I have to prepare myself for that. If you prepare yourself for anger and frustration, that's what you're going to experience. But right. being frustrated about something that is out of your control doesn't change any of the things that are going on. There's nothing you can do about it. So I like to remind people of a couple things. The first one is that streaming making more money than you are. So trust and believe that they want that shit to be working more than you do. And they are busting their butt. I know it might not seem like it sometimes, but there actually is teams of coders, teams of people working behind the scenes, whole teams of people, whole rooms of people that are working to get the stuff back up again. A lot of times contests are used to attract a ton of models where they're trying out a new feature or something. And so I think, They've never said this and they probably never would, but the mentality is probably that like there's so many models that it won't matter as much if, you know, some of them get dropped off or bumped over because stuff is happening. So you just prepare for it. Now we know that if you're listening to this and you didn't know before, now you know. There's now glitches you know. that happen during contest week, always and forever. They're probably always, always will be. They're, they're going to. It's when they roll out new features, when they're trying out new stuff. They're sitting there and monitoring that to see what's going on. I can give you some tips and tricks on how to handle these glitches in these things, right? Sure. Yeah, let's, let's dive into that too. <laughs> do not go on Twitter and be like, another fucking glitch on the site. Jesus Christ, it never works. Actually, get your shit together. That's not going to I have also that. seen that a lot. It's, it's wild. It's not going to help you in any way. Um, writing to support and saying I'm having this glitch probably isn't going to help you too much because they, A, probably already know about it. And B, you're not giving them enough information. They need a ton of information to be able to fix this stuff. So uh, like Treasure Cams models, we have our own internal glitch reporting system that I ask, like, what system you're on, what, you know, what browser Details. you're using, what connection you're on. So that if I write to them, it's not just like, this model got booted off. But it's like, this information I can give you. Can we determine if this is a problem, like, with their on their end or on streaming's end. It's usually on streaming's end. It's usually nothing with the models. <laughs> on streaming's end. Um, <laughs> but anyone can do that. Anyone can write to support. And if you're going to complain about a, a specific thing, say, this happened at this time with this customer. I'm on this computer. I'm using this browser. This is my connection. This was the issue. They are a lot more apt to be able to help you figure out you know, or troubleshoot it with you than if you just write it and are like, I keep getting kicked off. Like I had right. someone in private and then they had to leave. Like they're not, they can't, they can't do anything. I, no. I feel bad when models write to me with it because like I, I genuinely feel bad. I've been there before, but there's literally, there's nothing I can do. I'm not. No. I'm not 
There's nothing I can do about it. You need the specifics to fix the problem because if you just say the general thing, like how are you supposed to know where to pinpoint and where to go and to tackle what the main issue is? Like give them a little bit of context at least. <laughs> at least. I know it's frustrating, but – We've all been there. We've all been there. <laughs> oh, yeah. We've all, it was very frustrating. And But like I said, now it, I got a lot of the anger of it go. Like, I just know it's going to happen. There's going to be glitches. So how can I prepare for that? How can I keep myself from getting too frustrated? Can I make sure that I have a camera set up so that if I keep getting kicked off, I can take a break, maybe shoot some content, maybe do something else? Maybe I can be just streaming somewhere else. And instead mm-hmm. of going on and being like, God, kicked off again, I'll be streaming on Chatterbait. Jesus Christ. Like, just show up on Saturday <laughs> and then try back on streaming in an hour or so. It'll probably be fixed by then. If not, then, you you know, don't waste the makeup and the lights and everything that you've put all this work into. Don't don't waste it with a sour attitude because by the time you get back online, you're going to be like, hi, Big Dick 69. Oh, you're leaving. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, so fucking true. it's And it's not how you um, get a customer. It's not how you get the money, you know especially during contest week, there's so many people streaming. Imagine being a horny man and seeing 50 different half-naked women in front of you. You can click on any one at any time. And when you click on one, there's some on the side that are being shown to you too. Like, don't be mad. They're, they're distracted. They're clicking through. They're seeing what they like. They're, they're like hungry people at a food truck festival. They're just wandering around where their nose leads them. So yeah, don't, they, where their dick is leading them. So <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And sometimes they don't know until you interact. So if you're sitting there like this and they come in and you're like, oh hi, you like it's like walking into a shop and someone's on their phone and then they're like, yeah. Oh, can I help you? And you already feel like you interrupted them and like yes. you're that's not what you want. It's it not sucks. enjoyable for them. <laughs> it is. It's not fun. No. It sucks to me, but you just gotta be like this and be like happy to be there and and responsive and say hi to people and keep your energy up. So create yourself shifts that you can work through and keep your energy up through instead of suffering for eight hours and, and sitting there with horrible posture and feeling bad about yourself. Like create, create something that like, I know I can do two hours at a time, you know, then do that, do whatever you can actually do. Yeah. I mean like talking on the same line of like saturatedness and like just the amount of, of sheer volume of people that are streaming at that time. How best do you tackle that in terms of like, okay, potential members, the number is really low and you're like feeling discouraged. Like how do you work with that? So I will tell people, you know, if you're, if it's slow and you're like energy starting because it doesn't feel good, right. To too many hours sit there and be like, hi. Oh, okay. Hey, John. Do a shot. Oh, you're leaving. Like after a while. (laughs) All right. Why am I here? And I'm starting to get sad and I'm trying not to let it show. So what can you do? What can you do to get traffic? Can you go on Twitter and take a cute picture and say, I'm online right now. Please come join me. Can you message a customer that you know personally and be like, it's slow on cam. Come entertain me. Can you go on Reddit and post something? Can you go on your OnlyFans and go live there and maybe try to get some money at the same time on your phone? Can you do something to bring yourself up? There's always something. And if you don't know what that is, then I suggest you make yourself a list because you'll forget sitting there. Make yourself a list and look at it and go, oh, right. I can do, I can, I can go fishing on Sex Panther while I'm sitting here at least, you know, I can take some cute pictures. I can, you know what? I have my regular phone number. I can text him. I can do all these things, whatever thing that you're doing. There's something that you can do. 
and that doesn't guarantee that you're going to make the money, but at least you tried. You tried, yeah. didn't you? And still being productive though too because like I know it's so easy to get into that hole of like, ah, it's so slow in here. And I'm I'm like that too even at the club. That was like literally me two nights ago and I was like, uh, there's no one in here. I can't make money. There's no cell dances too. Similar thing but it's, it's like a hole. And once you get in the hole, it is so hard to get out of it. So like trying to keep your energy up, as you mentioned, trying to keep your spirits up. Um, just trying to stay positive, entertain yourself, do something, keep yourself occupied. I, I, I love all those things that you mentioned too, because they're very practical uh, things that you can do, and a lot of us do do. So, so thank you for that, Bella. I suggest also making a contest playlist for yourself. Get some songs that get you amped up for when you need that extra. Okay, here we are. We're in it to win it. We are here. And just like dancing on camp, it takes just one person can make your whole fucking night. You can make your whole paycheck with one person. It takes one person to become a real true fan. And the way that you do that is by letting your personality and your beauty show. And it's not going to show yes. if you're sitting there negative. They're not going to connect totally. with that. The worst type of customers connect with that, right? Like yeah. the worst. Yeah. You, you don't want that. You don't want that. You don't that. want that. <laughs> no, no, you don't want that. That's how I feel about all the negative tweets about like, oh, another glitch. It's just like you're marketing yourself right now. Like no one wants that. No one mm -hmm. – that's not making someone go, oh, I really want to go see her on cam. That's, that sounds fun, like fun. A glitch. Awesome. Like, no, no one <laughs> – <laughs> but even if it's slow, you can say that. Like it's – I'm too cute for it to be this slow. Come, come join me. Something. You can find yeah. a way. Yeah. Zhuzh it up a little bit or like make a joke out of it. Like keep it light and stuff too because, yeah, I know like we talked about this, not not this specific thing um, in terms of like, you know, toxicity, but like Mechanic King and I, like another creator and full service sex worker, we we're talking about non-accounts the other day and just talking about the toxicity that is spewed onto like main accounts even, spilling onto main accounts. Um, she was just saying like no one – really wants to see that it is valid your feelings are valid but sometimes like twitter is used as a marketing tool do you only want to be spewing negative feelings out there like do you want to be known for that is that what your persona is because that's what people are going to see that's what your clients are going to see your fans are going to see like they're going to remember it too they're going to yeah. remember it trust and believe they actually might think even the next time you can when you're like come join me on cam i can't wait to see you they might think I actually know you don't even like that job. I don't want to go and spend money on you because I know you already said it. I know that you hate it. I know yeah. it. That's not a good feeling. I don't, if my nail lady was tweeting how much she hated her job, I would probably feel a way about going there. Like, Oh my God. I'm like, you wouldn't want to go there. I wouldn't want to go there. So, you know, I always tell people to think about like you're a restaurant and your Twitter is like you're a restaurant's Twitter, like a business's Twitter. You know, you wouldn't want to put like, could you imagine if McDonald's was like, our customers are the worst, most annoying fucking cheapskates we've ever met? <laughs> are you serious? Like, that's, that's not good marketing. So you no. just got to realize that you're a business and that your social media is your marketing. Yeah, totally. Have a totally. separate account for, for that. For that. Or a journal. Better yeah. yet, don't read on social media. Have a journal yeah. for it. <laughs> <laughs> And also, I think it helps to, you know, we're lucky in the studio. We have each other to connect with and commiserate with. But I think it's good to have other cam models that you can talk about this stuff with that are experiencing yeah. it without it turning into like a total negative drain fest. 
Yes. But like someone that you can be like, oh, I was, I looked so cute and I was so excited to make money tonight and my fucking camera just kept crapping out. Like someone that knows what that feels like, how crappy that feels, you know? Yeah. It's not a good feeling. But yeah, it's good to like bounce – well, bounce um, and air out like how you feel with other models. But also like it's a great idea to kind of like bounce ideas off of as well when you're feeling like I'm kind of stuck in a rut. Like what else do you do? And like wh- how else can I like kind of transform into like my own thing as well? Like again, like sharing the knowledge is its wealth uh, in my opinion. And it, it's good to have a support system because sometimes this this world – and I've said it many times in this podcast – this world can be very isolating and you could feel very, very alone. Um, and I mean on that topic – uh, can we also talk about mental health, mental and physical health and your well-being during these long contest weeks, these long contest days? We need to talk about that for sure. Yes. So, you know, uh, first of all, if you plan on going hard on the contests and like working, make sure that you plan appropriate time off as well and not time off where you're like cleaning the house and cooking dinner and doing whatever else, like actual legitimate rest you deserve it your job's very hard don't ever let anyone tell you otherwise it is a demanding job physically and mentally Mm -hmm. um if you're like doing a lot of toy shows you're probably sore so figure out what your body needs for that do you need ibuprofen do you need a bath do you need some epsom salts do you need a massage i hope you made enough money and you can get all of those things that you need right Mm -hmm. (laughs) and if all of that like doesn't feel good and you do the contests and it feels like shit, then you don't do them. Don't subject yeah. yourself to it. Don't keep torturing yourself. Just find something else to do, an alternative income source for that time. Or you just camp like I used to do. Just camp and pretend it's not even happening. I didn't place in the contest, but I still got my regular check. It's not going to ruin your life. Just pretend yeah. like it's not happening. The people that are doing all those hours and going hard, that's that's for them. And you can have your own world on cam. You don't have to be part of any of that. Totally. Yeah. Like remember that you have the choice to participate or not. Like it, it can be a lot. And when you – for example, like was it this week? I think it's like camming of a minimum of 25 hours and you're like 25 hours. Like that's a long time and even trying to like – divide that into your days and trying to make your schedule and stuff like that. Like those can be long, long days. And I just, I've heard other people complaining about like, oh my God, I just need a few more hours and really trying to push themselves. But like, you know, at what point is it too much? And, you know, you should really just call it quits. Well, so it's really, it's about what's your purpose with Cam and how much money you want to make. Because for me, I, you know, I work 40 hours a week, so 25 hours isn't isn't that much. If I could make a, a great living doing what I'm doing in 25 hours, I'd be thrilled and ecstatic. When I think about my time dancing, those were like eight-hour shifts with a fucking hour drive to the club and all that shit. Like those were long-ass hours. So doing a five-hour shift in cam is just—it's just a shift. It's—I know it sounds like a long time, but if you approach it like a regular job. It's not. You can take a break. You can walk away. You can have a snack. You can get lunch. You can you can structure your day any way you need it. But um, if you're just there for like five hours a week, again, you can't get mad if you're you can't put yourself in competition with someone doing 25 hours a week because you're just never you're never going to get there and you're going to end up feeling bad about yourself. But you could do 25 hours if you wanted. For some people, that is 
not possible for a variety of reasons, or they just don't want to, which is totally valid. That's fine. Cam can be an extra side thing, but then these contest things, you know, then you just need to leave it alone <laughs> because the contest yeah. people that are like really that this is the main source of income that they're putting yes. hours in and treating it like a job. Oh, absolutely. And you have to do it that way. I mean, you don't have to do it that way. It just depends on what your purpose is, like what your priorities are with camming or whatever it is. It doesn't even have to be talking about camming specifically for this topic, but what is your purpose in for sex work? Like, is it just a side thing or is it just like something that you rely on? It's a full-time thing. You need, you need it to live. You need to kind of determine that and stuff as well. And sex work is, is unique in that like, we're all mixing together people that are doing 60 hours and treating it like a jobby job people that are diddling here and there and have a day job but have an only fans like all of us are in this together and that's unique yes. like there's not many other you know jobs in this world that you know a a, a chef who owns a restaurant isn't generally going to mingle with people who have a food truck one day a week but you know yeah. here we all are doing our different thing together so you just yeah. have to realize the layers that there are in sex work and really be honest about which one you're at, you know, mm-hmm. which layer. So they're all okay. valid. All of them are. Yeah. Oh, of course. Of course. Yeah. And definitely not like shaming anyone at all. Like, cause like, you know, for myself, like my OnlyFans thing is a very part-time thing and I'm doing camming a bit more because I have other obligations in my life personally. And that's just me. And I mean, at the end of the day, it's kind of like nobody else's business except for yours and you're well, you're, you're welcome to run your business the way that you please, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. As long as you treat it as such. Because <laughs> it's work. Yeah, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, you mentioned earlier, Bella, like taking – the importance of taking breaks. And then I kind of want to like lean into the physical aspect of camming as well to kind of like – um, end this conversation as we move into other marketing things at the end of the show. But like camming is very – physical in in so many ways how can we help balance and ensure that we're taking these breaks because like as you mentioned we can can, whether you're sitting and just like slouching or whether you're just like I'm just camming for hours and hours on end and you're like I don't want to leave it's like exclusive exclusive back to back tell us about the physical aspect and you know how we can you know achieve a bit more balance with that especially during contest week um, I think it's really important to take a good hard look at your cam space and set yourself up for success. I see a lot of people cam from like a bed and, and please don't do it. You're going to hurt your back. If it doesn't hurt now, it's going to hurt you in five years. You need some type of back support when you're camming. So right now, I'm just telling everyone this right now is a really good time to make a list of things you might want that would make your cam space more physically comfortable for you. Maybe it's a heated blanket that you put under your butt because it gets cold in there. Maybe it's a mug warmer. These are all things that I've personally gotten for myself. Maybe it's a mug warmer. <laughs> you can have hot tea and it doesn't get too cold. Maybe it's a wedge pillow so that you could use it for your back. Um, and then what do you need after, too? Maybe, do you need ibuprofen? Buy it. These are all going to be right off things that are for your business, right? Exactly. And set yourself up for success because it is a very physically demanding job. I absolutely think that even though I would say the majority at this point of my cam career is spent talking just like this. I don't do so much jumping around and going upside down and doing all the shit that I used to do. (laughs) Talking to people. So if you are having physical limitations or you have disabilities that make it so you can't do all this stuff, you know, I have RA for myself. So 
doing really repetitive motions is, is really hard and will lead me to a flare up and then I can't work the next day. So now I know that. So now we're not doing, we're not going to, that's not even going to be a show that I offer. Sorry. Maybe I need to get a machine to do it for me because I can't do it with my hand. Maybe I don't offer that. Maybe I am doing something else. Maybe I have a stationary toy in the wall. It's whatever, everyone's body is different. So everyone's going to have a different thing, but don't feel like you have to offer all of these things because you saw someone else doing it. There's ways to make right. money on anything, doing anything that you want to offer. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, actually you mentioned something that I didn't think about too, but yes, it's a lot of like, oh, that person's doing that thing. Like I should start doing that and start offering that. But sometimes like you'll quickly find out maybe that's not for you. Yes. <laughs> Right. Someone will come and ask for things too, and you'll be like, yes. oh, everything's paying for anal. I mean, I would probably make a lot of money if I did anal, but you don't really mm. personally like anal, don't do don't anal. Do it. It's going to hurt you. You're not going to enjoy it. It's going to maybe even give you some sexual trauma because you're doing something sexual that you don't want to be doing, and that's never what you should be doing with this job. So then you, so you don't offer it. That's okay. Because guess what? There's like 5,000 other people live, and probably one of them is having anal. That customer's not for you. Don't feel like you're missing out on money. There's a different customer that's going to be for you. Because yes. we all know who's going to come next and be like, uh, you know, I'm Sissy Peggy. Do you like to do cross-dressing? That's a totally different market. Like there's mm-hmm. JOIs. There's so many different there's ways. So to much. Yeah. Yeah. That's a whole thing too because it's just like um, even when it comes to like specific requests that people are wanting you to do and there's things that make you feel deeply uncomfortable – and I know there's money and stuff being dangled in front, but like as much as you can, like really try to practice your own integrity and what's important to you. What what are your own values in this? And like, what are you comfortable? What are your boundaries? Really make sure that you can assert that because you don't want to be doing something that you're not comfortable doing and don't want to do because you're going to feel like shit after. I'm sorry to say. It's and that's a great good feeling comes in too because you can take notes on every time you can. Tonight I did this. It made me feel like this. I wore this. I felt good. Then you can look back in like six months and be like, every time I wear red, I make money. And it looks like every time I do JOIs, I feel disgusted. So maybe I need to just when people ask for it, be like, I actually, I'm doing this. I'm doing this instead. I'm doing foot shows. Are you into that? Like, you know, just redirect it. You don't have to say no, 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 and feel like, no, I don't do anal. No, I don't do this. I'm just saying the word no and turning people off. You just turn it around. It's a sales pitch. Yeah. I do yeah. this instead. Yeah, maybe maybe they'll nibble and bite on that one instead. You never know. Turn that into something else. <laughs> oh gosh, I mean, Bella, this has been such an insightful conversation. I'm really, really hoping that this would help a lot of the other cam models that are listening in the audience or those who are wanting to get into cam. I know a lot of people have been interesting in writing in about this. So, so thank you so much for your expertise. Um, there was a couple questions that did come in from the audience as well. Um, awesome. Maybe we can kind of go into that before we close it all out cool let me just pull up my questions here great so this person writes in i'm just thinking about starting into getting into cam what in your opinion is the best equipment to get started with and this person is on like a lower budget Mm. well um now's a great time for that because it's about to be black friday and there's all kinds Mm -hmm. of sales so, yes. um, and this is like, it's a hard question to answer without knowing everyone's specific budget because it's wildly different for everybody. Um, yeah. But the best, the best 
piece of equipment to use for cam is the one you have. So if you yeah. have a smartphone, don't don't feel like I can't start until I get this camera, this light, and this computer. Right. Start with what you have, learn the platform, make some money, and then you can begin upgrading. And you can even include your audience in your upgrade. Like I love camming with you guys, but I really want like this new Logitech camera. It's on my wish list. Can someone please get it for me? Free yeah. custom for whoever gets the camera, whatever kind of thing and incentive that you want to give. So don't get too caught up in I need X, Y, and Z before I can start. You have what you need to start. You don't need fancy outfits. You don't need fancy toys. You don't need fancy anything. You can start with a smartphone. I love that answer because I know a lot of people get so like, I need to make sure that I have everything XYZ. I got to cross it off my list before I get started. And the next thing you know, a year has passed. Yep. I know. <laughs> I've fallen into that myself. Absolutely. Me you know, too. My not set up exactly the way I want. It's like, set up your shower, get in there with your phone, make some money. You'll feel good after you make the money and then you'll want to invest more time in your cam space and figure out what you need. But a lot of times when you're brand new to cam, like it doesn't make sense to drop money on a whole bunch of stuff because you've never tried yeah. it. Like imagine mm-hmm. that you're, you've never been in a gym and you want to become a personal trainer and you go out and buy a bunch of barbells first, like get in the gym first. Yes, try it first. (laughs) And then you can figure out what you need. Exactly. Sound advice. Um, this person is writing in, um, this person has wrote in out of your treasure can models, what shows have worked for them in terms of ranking? If you know, So it's important to know, and you'll see if you ever go to treasurecams.com and check out our model index, that all our models are so wildly different that it's, I I can't say like JOIs work because it works for everyone because we have, we have models of, you know, from ages 21 to 53 who are all ranking and doing completely different types of shows. So I think the show that's going to get you the best ranking is the show that you love doing the most. Mm-hmm. And my advice for that on uh, on streaming or on any campsite, we all know that people come in and say, what do you do? And yeah. my advice is have an answer for that. Don't be like, yeah. I don't know, what are you looking for? I don't know, everything, you know, like, what yeah. do you do? Well, I'm really good at this. I love strip teases. I love it. Mm-hmm. If, even if that's not what they're looking for, they might be turned on by your enthusiasm for what you're doing. Totally. So the best show is the one that you love doing. Yeah. I love that too because like even if like you don't have a specific thing or or there's something that you enjoy and you like, maybe that person wasn't looking for that, but maybe they stick around and maybe you're going to get a new fan. Maybe that's going to be something that they're going to like in the future. Mm -hmm. You never know. Just try and lean into what it is that is enjoyable for you. Yes. And if people aren't asking for it, but you're like, I really want to do foot shows, but no one's really asking. Then when they ask what you do, say that. I really yeah, want to get a good opportunity. Like, I'm so excited to get into foot fetish. Do you want to try that with me? You know, let them know. Like, I'm just learning about this thing, but I really want to like do more shows like this. Or I just got this butt plug. I really want to do some anal shows. Whatever you really want to do is probably what people really want to see. Yeah. And I, I don't know, like my audience like loves it when I just try new shit. I'm like, hey, I've never done this before. And like they, I can like lean into that. Like I'm shy. Like <laughs> try to like get the hype from the audience and be like, you know, I could use a little bit of encouragement. Tell me your feedback, you know, stuff like that. But And guess what? Contest week is a perfect time to try those yes. new things and let your audience know it's contest week. I'm going to be doing wax play for the very first time. Tune in at this time, you know, stuff like that. It's perfect timing. 
Definitely. I mean, before I let you go, Bella, where can we all find you? Um, well, um, my website, my personal website is vendettaverse.com and that's where all of the content lives and interviews and writing and photography and like all of it under one umbrella. Um, treasurecamps.com is where you can find info on the webcam studio. We, um, <clears throat> we do not say yes to every single model. We make sure that it's a good fit and that we want to be working together, but, uh, the holidays are a wonderful time to be in the new model category and I am really good at pushing new models in the new model category. So it's a great time to sign up with us and we have tons of perks for that, including some paid promo videos and bonuses. Um, you can find me on social media pretty much everywhere as Bella Vendetta, Instagram, Twitter, um, all the places, Facebook, <laughs> all those places. Um, I, I myself am not performing that much anymore, but I will be doing a live show on Streamate December 21st for to bring in uh, the the solstice, the winter solstice. So I'll be live then. Rare chance to come and see me. Should be fun. So now you got to go see Bella's show. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. For everyone else listening at home, it is stripped by Sia on all podcast platforms. Um, if you haven't done so already and you're enjoying the show, I would love and appreciate a five-star review or whatever star rating that you feel is appropriate. I'm not going to be like, only five stars. But I, mean, I love five stars. But whatever you think uh, is great for you, um, especially if you're finding value in this show, because um, I do it for free every single week, and it's fun, and I love it, and I just really want to provide more education and information out there to the world. So feel free to do that. And if you want to get in touch with me, it is Stripped by Sia on Twitter. Um, it was on Instagram, but now that one it was suspended. So it's Stripped by Sia podcast on Instagram. You can find me there. Um, you can also find me, of course, on my website, which is strippedbysia.com. Especially use that if you want to pitch yourself to be on the show. And, of course, if you want to help out financially, it's Stripped by Sia on Patreon. So patreon.com slash Stripped by Sia. And I believe that is everywhere else you can find me. Of course, Facebook as well, Stripped by Sia. You can find me everywhere, Stripped by Sia. Oh, and on YouTube now as well, Stripped by Sia. And yeah, it's new episodes every single Sunday, dropping at midnight Pacific Standard Time. And that's it, folks. That's everything for this week. Bella Vendetta, thank you so much for joining me today on today's show. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. This was great fun. I don't often get to talk to people outside of the studio about cam stuff, so thanks for listening and uh, keep the faith out there. Don't let Contest Week get you down, okay? You, you got this. Thank you. listening to Stripped by Sia, hosted, produced, and edited by Steph Sia, music by Ted D, graphic design by Maria Bellandorama, and photography by Ian Davern. Are you a sex worker looking to build a new website or a website redesign? Then you'll want to consider Fox Digital. They did a fantastic job designing my website, Stripped by Sia. If you want your website done, mention that you're a listener of the show at foxdigital.design for 20% off. Tell them I sent you.